Welcome to another episode of The Student Manager. It's Fonger News. And joining me from Evanston, Illinois, is Modern Day alum, class of 21, one of Julia's good friends, especially when she was on the volleyball team, Bella LeSage. Bella, how are you doing? I'm good. I am doing really well and having a good start to school. So I'm definitely excited. Yeah. And excited to be connecting with you. Absolutely. Well, this whole connection, and and I'm kind of just throwing out a few podcasts of former modern day volleyball players, because the conference season has started for most schools, Northwestern off to 11 and three start, but they lost the last two, not to mention one to Wisconsin. And you will, we'll get into the story. Um, but obviously you're very close with the volleyball program. You came from modern day, you went to Northwestern. Now, did you specifically go to Northwestern because of volleyball? Let's talk about that first. Um, yeah, I definitely, that was a main why I committed, but academics was also really important to me. So it was kind of the combination of the two, but I did commit for volleyball to be on the volleyball team and to play volleyball, but still had that academic um, focus as well. Yeah. I, I remember you walking around the modern day campus and you'd have your Columbia sweatshirt on and I knew I knew you were smart. And for those that are, that are listening, Northwestern, I don't know if you know this, Bella, but do you know the admission percentage rate to get into Northwestern? I'm not sure, but I can imagine it's pretty, pretty low. It's single digits. It's 9.2 admission rate. And when I talk to students or parents, they'll throw out Northwestern. And I'm like, God damn, I go, I go, do you know how hard it is to get into Northwestern? <laughs> so for you being at Northwestern is amazing because you, academically, like your ACT needs to start with a three and your GPA unweighted better be like start with a four. Like, do you even know what your GPA was unweighted coming out of modern day? Okay. I kind of had two because of the transfer situation. Oh yeah. We could talk about that too. <laughs> yeah. So I think it, like a four, four or something weighted that weighted. Right. So four, four weighted. And I love the story because obviously you just said it. You said that's weighted. When I talk to students and parents, they'll go, Oh, but my kid's so smart. They're like a four, three, four, four. I'm like, no, I just asked you, what is the unweighted GPA? And they'll say, what? <laughs> And I go, okay, then maybe you're not suited for this type of university. But anyway, (laughs) 9.2 admission rate, Northwestern. And then obviously you're there for your second year. The retention rate's 98%. So most people that actually go there for the first year is going to stay for the second year. And then more importantly, what I always talk to parents about and students is you should really look at that graduation rate, which is 95%. So odds are you are going to graduate. And I don't even know what your major is. What are you majoring in? I'm majoring in economics and minoring in business institutions and entrepreneurship. Smarty pants. So Bella, (laughs) (laughs) I know you're only a junior. I talked to Julie about this because we're already talking about internships for next summer. Like, do you know what you kind of want to do or get into or that you're interested in maybe either internship wise or what you're looking into? Uh, I think I'm definitely interested in doing something in finance. I'm currently doing recruitment for investment banking for next summer. And like, that's pretty interesting, but I'm still like, definitely want to try it out and have that learning experience. And then 
I actually just launched a startup this summer, which has been really exciting so, and gotten me into entrepreneurship. So, like father, like daughter, or should I say, like daughter, <laughs> like father? Your 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 dad's an entrepreneur. So let's let's break the news. What what did what did you launch? So it's called Host You, and it's a short to medium term shared economy platform, exclusive to college students, graduates, undergraduates, and faculty. So take like Airbnb, but have that additional layer of like SSO student verification confirmation so on the site it's only students listing to other students which creates a completely curated search which I know for a lot of my friends having been in college and having to look for apartments and finding places for internships over the summer has been really really difficult and right now like the minimum lease requirements that apartments have are normally around 10 months and to not be in use the entire year can add up and lead to like wasted space and unutilized apartment. And if you think about like internships of the summer, people are going to LA, New York, Boston, Chicago, like almost every kid participates in one. Yes. And there's really no way of like the search process is such a headache. And then on top of that, you have these long-term leases that should be assets and are probably college students' only asset and are viewed as liabilities because they're unused. But this would create a completely, I guess does create now, um, a completely connected platform and utilizes those assets. Look at you go, Bella. <laughs> Can I, I'm going to dig a little deeper. How, what made you think of this or how did you come about this? So it was actually, I took a really cool entrepreneurship class in the spring of this past year. And the class was amazing. It's definitely been my favorite at Northwestern so far. But we all had to come to the very first class with a problem that we wanted to help make progress in people's lives that could become a business plan. So we all come with a business plan and the class votes on the people with the top five and those people got to pick their teams at the very beginning. We did like speed interviews from the class. So I have a great team of different majors, different skill sets and the whole class, the whole 10 week quarter we spent building it and like learning the foundations of the business and doing kind of like case studies, which Things were so obvious and like selling services and selling products, just having them said in like a different way was that like seemed super obvious, really, really helped. And after the class, like the last week of the class for the final, you pitch it to real investors and that's how the class wraps up. And then my professor, well, I wanted to continue it beyond the class and my professor was super supportive. So we launched this summer, our MVP for the class, actually, we just put up posters around school and most of which probably got taken down. We only put up like 30 <laughs> and we got in a week, like less than a week, I think it was five days. We had about 15 submissions and for either people who wanted to be a guest or host, and we were able to make five successful transactions within a week for summer. And those were like very late. That's amazing. 
It was it was crazy. Bella, yeah. I don't even feel like I'm talking to a junior in college. Obviously, oh. <laughs> obviously, I have my hiring manager, uh, which has spun off of the student manager because now most of my guests they have graduated and they're talking about getting internships or their first job because the, most students when they do graduate. They've never had an interview or they don't know how to go find a job. But talking to you, I feel like you are definitely well on your way, the road to success. What was this class again? So for those of you that want to go to Northwestern, what's your favorite class? What is it called? That's so nice. It's called Principles of Entrepreneurship with the professor is Neil Sales Griffin. And he runs Techstars in Chicago, which is a huge accelerator program for startups. Principles of entrepreneurship. And I tell every college student that's on the show, it doesn't matter what you major in. It's all about starting something and finishing something and then networking. So obviously you're doing the right thing. So let's talk about the eventual, obviously you, you, you made the smooth transition from academics to volleyball to like North, life at Northwestern. You're doing very well. Let's talk about your volleyball experience because you went through some trials and tribulations, some real adversity, uh, and I'll let you explain because I think you got injured, was it your freshman year? Yeah, it was in off season my freshman year and it was a back injury, but I've kind of had a history of it um, like since high school that kind of came and went, but in off season lifting and then practicing right after there was a specific moment and they think I had a stress fracture in my L5 that kind of just turned into a stress reaction and a whole lot of problems. But um, that was in off season so in the, this past spring. Um, so I was fortunate enough to have a full season and preseason and a full year with the team, but um, had a little bit of a tough ending, <laughs> a tough ending. And what made you finally come to the conclusion that, you know what, I'm not going to be able to do this. It was really, really tough in the spring to just do like everyday activities and even like sleeping through the night wasn't, was really, really difficult. And so I saw the doctors here were amazing PT and then a few spinal specialists who kind of recommended their recommendation was to be done. Hang up the cleats. Or in your case, mm -hmm. hang up the hang up the shoes, and, and I tell student athletes, this is, I tell them, you're one injury away from never playing again, and this is almost going into the college search and mission process. If you had to give advice to a high school student and a parent listening that that wants to go play whatever sport it is, either at a high level, low level, but again, if you're if you had to do it all over again, you obviously made the right choice because you're at Northwestern Academics. It's where you want to be. What advice would you give to that student or parent because they are only one injury away from never playing again or a coach getting fired from not them wanting you to be on the team? What would it be? Mm -hmm. I think it's finding a place that makes you happy outside of athletics. So for me, that was academics. I know being in a big city was important, like a different experience from home and Northwestern definitely checked all those boxes. So even not having athletics, it's still a place that makes me really happy. What do you miss the most from the women's volleyball team? Our team was really, really close. And although I'm still super close with them, they're all in season right now. So a lot busier than I am in terms of traveling and stuff. 
So I definitely miss them and like the whole family aspect. Like the coaches are amazing. And like having that relationship with like the coaches and the team, that like overall community. And then also I feel, I think that's like the biggest, but I would say I'm still really close with them and athletics as a whole. So let me ask you this. Did it ever cross your mind or have you thought about, I mean, maybe you can't physically play on the court, but be involved in other aspects. Like for example, obviously you're on the student manager podcast. Uh, I know a lot of Julia was a student manager in high school and she actually thought about being a student manager in college, but she's like, I want to go have fun. So ha- has that crossed your mind? It definitely has. I am definitely going to help out with something I helped out with on the team. And like, even before I came was recruiting and talking to girls who are interested. And so I, de- I definitely want to still be involved with that and talk to the coaches about that. Being a full on manager, I think would be a little bit tough right now. Um, and they, they also have two people who are also great at it, but in college it's traveling and still going every morning to practice. So I think not being able to play and still like dedicating that amount of time um, would be a little bit tough to watch. Right. But I'm definitely staying involved um, on the recruiting front in any way the coaches need me. That's amazing. Now, coming aboard, because for those that are listening, because some know, some don't know, uh, of either getting a scholarship or maybe a preferred walk-on at Northwestern, was it a full scholarship or were you a preferred walk-on? And then now that you're not part of the team, how does that play out? So I got a one-year scholarship and because I medically retired and it was the doctor's order, I guess, recommendation order, I still get to keep that scholarship, which is really nice, but that's kind of how that played out. That's great news to hear because everybody has a different story, but some schools will always honor that. So that's great to hear Northwestern Wildcats are doing that and that you're still involved in some way. And let me ask you this. Do you still get to utilize and leverage the academic resources of being a student athlete? I do not. I oh, do not have. Okay. <laughs> like you need think, it, Bella. You don't even need it. <laughs> I know, but it was definitely really helpful. A big one that I do miss a lot is at Northwestern. Um, there's an athlete-only restaurant which is really 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 good (laughs) and i definitely miss that homemade granola and fish for lunch um and five course lunch menu um i was gonna ask you like what's your favorite meal there but you just said it so homemade granola there's fish for lunch and it's a full-on because everything they want to get the proteins and the carbs in you all and it 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 is. So those are some of the things. I mean, at the end of the day, if a student's listening or a parent's listening, I mean, you're at a Big Ten, big-time college, D1. It's a full-time job, yes or no? 100%. And now that you've transitioned, and although you're still staying part of it, what are some things that you're like, maybe weight has been lifted off your shoulder, or you do a deep sigh, and you're just a normal student? What do you like about being this? And I, I know it's just still kind of new, What's the early analysis? Um, so far, so volleyball's fall, so they're in season right now, um, which made it really hard. Like 
for me, the traveling was really hard and missing classes. And last fall, I was definitely didn't understand that in season you were only supposed to take three classes and they're supposed to be easy classes. <laughs> so I How many did really, you take? I took four that were not, not easy classes that I shouldn't have taken in season. But last, I had a really hard fall in last year in, in having to miss with travel and just being like completely exhausted all the time. Um, so not missing class is definitely really helpful but I also think that was because of my circumstance being in those classes that I just should not have been last year and I would not have done that again so I think that aspect having more time for school is really really nice and then also having time for my startup has been huge I don't think I would be able to do as much as we've done with it being in season right now and that's another job in itself it's a, it's a whole other job. And we actually just got, so Northwestern has the garage, which is an incubator. It's like Northwestern's incubator for startups. Okay. And they choose right now there's 27 resident projects, both undergraduate and graduate. And these are all early stage, but in still in development process startups. And they give you all of the resources, mentorship, the program actually has, they have like a level below with tinkers. So you can choose people who are in the tinker program to be on your team. Or if you need like a graphic designer for something, you're choosing from these other Northwestern students, which has been really, really helpful. But the whole program is definitely like adding a few other classes. <laughs> That's amazing. They have an incubator there because it, obviously it's a well-known institution and you were actually the first guest coming from Northwestern. So I was excited to get that little aspect of it, the student oh, athlete feel as well. Uh, I'm going to ask you a question. What do you dislike about Northwestern? That's, I, I genuinely really, really like it. I think dislikes would be, I mean, the winter's tough. <laughs> it gets really cold, especially coming from L.A. I think this hasn't really been so much of a dislike for me, but I know is like a complaint of people's is like, it's not really a college town, which definitely has its pros and cons, like pros being it's super safe, but cons being like restaurants aren't open past 8 PM on the weekends or like after even like midweek, like getting like a late night <laughs> study snack or something like that. Like that's not really, it does like kind of shut down. But again, having Chicago being only like a 30 minute Uber an hour train right away is really, really nice and actually something that we do do. So I don't know if it's like the worst thing in the world that it's not a college town, but it would be nice to have <laughs> like something open past 8 p.m. sometimes. And you know, a lot of the answers I get from students and guests are either the dorm food or the residence food. And you're right. So they go outside. They'll go eat in whatever college town they're in or or. A or a suburb, right? Uh, and mm -hmm. you are, you did mention you're 30 minutes away from Chicago. So first, did you bring a car out there? I did not. Okay. Um, the, everything's super walkable on campus and super safe too. So like I'll walk home from the library at night and feel completely fine. And going into Chicago, we'll all either, 
Uber or the train is so easy and actually pretty safe. The L, uh, <laughs> right? I, I mean, yeah, I would be the taking L. the L. <laughs> and I don't know how to drive in the snow, which I think is a little <laughs> problematic. <laughs> okay, so, and you did mention, you, you talked about the winters being very cold. And for example, the way Julia says it at Wisconsin, and I'm going to sure you have one too. She said, just get a Canada goose. Do you have a can? <laughs> Does everyone have a Canada goose at Northwestern? Yep, everyone. I mean, you have a Canada goose. It doesn't matter how cold it is. <laughs> they do help a lot. I didn't know they made jackets that big. <laughs> I literally don't think I owned a long sleeve before I came. My mom and I had to do a big shopping, winter clothes shopping haul. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because you're from southern, sunny Southern California, went to Marymount before you went to modern day, hung out on the beach all the time, right? Mm -hmm. And And, well what I always recommend to tell students and parents is don't get your winter jacket in California. You wait until you get to college because you're going to get, I don't know if you're going to get ripped off, but the real good stuff. I mean, we got our Canada goose in Chicago. That, that's where yeah. we got ours. So that's where I heard that too. Cause they make them differently. Yes. So if you're listening and you're planning on going to somewhere where it's cold, don't shop before. Anyways, it's going to be August, September when you're in school. And usually it's after October 31st when you really start getting maybe homesick or feeling like it's cold. Uh, mm -hmm. Did you ever get homesick last year? The beginning of the year being in season, I definitely had a harder time because I didn't know anyone outside of athletic. Like we started school and we were in season, didn't really go to like the freshman. Like they have like a freshman introductory week. We didn't really get to go to that. Um, and we were just so busy all the time. So it was literally class, pra practice, class, travel, study. Like it wasn't, there wasn't really time to meet people. And I think that was hard for me, even though I was super close to my team, just like having something outside of that. Um, but after like getting to know other regular students and even other athletes from other teams, like helped a lot. And this year it's a lot better. <laughs> Are you living in the dorms now? Or are you off campus? Yes, we have to live in the dorms for two years. So I'm living in Lincoln, which is actually, they just finished it and it's really, Ooh, really nice. So I have my own room. Renovated. Yes. Brand, brand new lake views. It's, I really can't complain. Now, last year, did you room with a volleyball player? And what is your arrangements this year? Yes. Last year, I roomed with a volleyball player from Indiana. And this year I went random um, because I knew I'd have my own room. So I'm with, I'm really, really happy with my sweet mates. I didn't know them before. Um, they're international. So one's from El Salvador and the other one's from Paraguay. So my Spanish is definitely getting better too. And they're great. And I'm bueno. really happy because I would not have known them otherwise. So let me ask you this. Now that you're not part of volleyball, will you decide to rush a sorority or what are your plans? Uh, I decided not to. Um, it's, it's really not a big thing at Northwestern. Okay. And I kind of decided not to just like having so many friends in athletics and that's still being like such a big part. And I also do like a lot of my friends are in a sorority, but the way that like the events and like everything work is a little bit different than other schools. Like they're pretty open. Um, so like if I, I guess if I wanted to go to something like I could because I have friends in it, but I definitely value like having my friends in athletics and having my friends in sorority and having my friends from the garage and like classes. And so I think like I decided not to. I just, love it. 
to keep that all open and kind of be able to still see everyone and experience everything. But I still am close with the girls and sororities. But it's really like not as big of a thing here as what it seems to be at other schools. Right. Well, they're all smarty pants at Northwestern, and you're right. I mean, <laughs> I've been there once, and I mean, actually, we're this is a great transition. I remember I went to a basketball practice there, and I walked into the football field. Do they still have all the rocks like at the end of the end zone? Like uh, white rocks, or they may have changed it. This was a while ago. I think they've actually think upgraded so. the stadium. This is when they were probably really, really bad. Well, one in three is kind of bad too, but it's only yeah, one. It's, it's only one win less than Wisconsin, which is two and two. We got back from Columbus this weekend. I'm telling you, Bella, Columbus, another Big Ten school. CBUS, Ohio State's a freaking amazing atmosphere, energy, vibe. Like, did you guys play in Columbus? We did not last year. They we didn't have them on our schedule for some reason, but we did go to Wisconsin, IU, um, Michigan, and definitely like they were having like football games at the same time. So we drove by on the bus and kind of experienced it a little bit. <laughs> That's right. I actually think you guys were in Wisconsin when I was there and I think I was texting we missed each other. I think I, I literally remember it was either your dad was going to go or he wasn't, but it, but you were there. Yeah, I think we played like the two days before football or like the day before. Like it was, yes. we were like one off, I think. So out of all the Big Ten schools, which from what you remember, and it might have just been a bus ride just going through, either seeing a football stadium or whatever, going into the arena, what campus stood out to you? Mm, I thought the gym at Minnesota was really, really cool to be able to play in there was really cool. Same with Wisconsin, just because of the way like it filled up and felt sometimes in like the bigger stadiums, mm -hmm. even though it's like the same crowd, it can feel a lot smaller if it's too big, but it was like for it to be like that big and still fill up um, was really cool. And then in terms of college town, I was really surprised by IU Bloomington it seemed like really fun and I guess I never really thought about it before, but it, it was really cute. They had good restaurants and stuff like that. Bloomington's amazing. Been there and I have actually had a guest on there and I tell people I use a great little college town. Um, mm -hmm. I mean, you're just driving and then all of a sudden Bloomington shows up. I, I mean, you're, you're in Indiana, each house is with a basketball hoop and they're far away. Um, but then Bloomington shows up and university of Minnesota. I just talked to, I think Meg Brown's going to come back on the podcast cause she's going to talk about some of the experiences she's had this fall, but they played Minnesota. They actually won in Minnesota. And I asked her, did you play on the, in the barn with the raised court? Or I think you played in the, where the volleyball team plays, not where the basketball team plays. Right. Yeah. I, I think it's a separate volleyball gym. Okay. But the field house, you're right. In Madison old school. Was that fun? It was, yeah, it was really, really fun. There was people, like, we start our warm-up three hours before the game. And they're behind you chanting and cheering and heckling. Oh, so loud. And we went to five with them. So it was, like, it was a great game. So I'm going to go, first, let's go with Northwestern. What's the biggest volleyball memory that, that, that'll stick with you that you'll remember? I think it was one of the first games here. So last year, I was initially redshirting. Um, and planning on doing five years. And then that ended up changing because I went and served a few times, which was a really cool experience. And I'm now really, really happy that I got to do that considering the circumstances now. But um, 
the first game was against Minnesota and it was at home and we went to five and my mom happened to be there that weekend and I served in the fifth set and we ended up losing, but it was a really good like memory to have and to be able to go in and play and get that experience. And we weren't supposed to get that far with them. So it was one of those things that like we had both like, they just kind of outplayed us. It wasn't like we played bad. So it was definitely like still a win and to like go to five with them. They were ranked like yeah. fourth or something. They had that, that, that senior, what's her name? Samada or Samita. You know who I'm talking about. Yes. So good. <laughs> she, thank God she's not there this year. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then, uh, you, you know, if you played Wisconsin, shoot, you were going up against five fifth year seniors with Dan Arecki, Sydney Hillary, Lauren. that must've been just, sitting on that court going, these are all legit players. And then, mm-hmm. then they win the national championship. <laughs> it's crazy. Big 10 volleyball is crazy. It is. So now that we started big 10 volleyball, the season's just started and you still kind of know what's going on. Who are the teams to look out for? Who would you say comes out of the big 10 this year? Cause I think it's kind of wide open. Yeah. I, at least from like the experience last year too, it was like it gets to a certain point where everyone is just so good that it's kind of like almost anyone's day type thing. Um, I think not to be biased, but I think Northwestern is really has a shot at making the tournament, which the program's just like completely been turned around. And like I think that we actually really have a shot at this year and definitely should be a team to watch. The freshman class, I think, got ranked ninth coming in. And a few of them are playing and making an impact. So I definitely think Northwestern has a shot. Well, they're they're off to eleven and three start, zero and two in conference. We've got some big games. I mean, you're we're on the road at Wisconsin and Illinois, and I think this Wednesday at Minnesota that'll be a big test before you guys come home. So that'll be good good to follow. Talking about you know you're talking about the up and coming Northwestern. Uh, just a few years ago, just the facilities are so amazing from the track to the rec center to the weight room. I mean, are you blown away? Do you still have access to some of that? It is so nice. Like they completely redid and they're actually redoing the football stadium. Too. I think that starts in the next few years. They're going to redo it all. Like we had two different weight rooms, our locker room. Everything is fingerprint fingerprint access so it's like a whole building athletes only which has the restaurant an academic center and you for life which is like internship and job set up Gatorade fuel stations like three training rooms it's crazy with and it's right on the lake um so I haven't tried my fingerprint again but I don't think it still lets me in <laughs> biometrics let's see if we can get in just try it yeah you know me Fonger News will sneak in anywhere yeah I might sneak in for the fuel station snacks (laughs) (laughs) so let's let's transition to football because now that you're not traveling with the volleyball team have you been to a game day have you been have you experienced well you just got back so are you going to plan on going to football games and and what's that game day experience going to be like i definitely will so we just got back two weeks ago so there's only been two home games since we've been here i didn't go to the first one just because we it was a little hectic. Everyone was getting moved in. So I had like 48 hours with my dad 
and a car here to help me. So I didn't end up going to the actual game for that one, but I went to the game last weekend, which was against Miami great. of Ohio. And they want, you can't be losing to Miami of Ohio. I know <laughs> really not great. Okay, and you're going to get your <laughs> I ass a little early. <laughs> you're going to get your ass kicked this weekend at Penn state, but then you have to go to homecoming. Yes. Because you should call Julia. Maybe she'll because come Because Wisconsin. Yeah, she is more than welcome to come stay with me. I need to text her. <laughs> you do. All right. Before we wrap it up, this is your chance to sell Northwestern, right? Because we've talked a lot about what you like, what you don't like, what, what you experience. But if a high school student's listening or a parent and they have the academics to get in, why Northwestern? I'm biased, but I actually don't think there's a better place to go to school. For me, having a different experience from being in like near home was really important. Um, but at the same time, still having like a big city and high academics and everything that comes with that was really important. And also just like being on the lake, like it is beautiful. The other thing that has probably been my favorite part is just like the people, like the people who I'm surrounded by and like my friends and my classes are just like all so impressive and I think makes like a really cool environment. Like my friends are interning at Amazon and Goldman Sachs and McKinsey, like, and the way that like everyone's kind of like supports each other is very similar to what I experienced at modern day. So I think my favorite part has definitely been the people and having that balance between like, it just like, even my friends that came and visited from other schools, like speaking like who met my friends here and just like walked around campus where like everyone is so nice and like friendly but at the same time still like so focused on academics or whatever their thing is but I know that's a lot I literally can't say enough good things about it well here's one that everyone wants to listen to Jeff and Sylvia are in town where are they taking you to eat mm, probably five and dime <laughs> Now, is it a five and dime? Is that a place that you would go to with your friends on your own? Or are you waiting for the big wallets to come out? Maybe for like a nice friend birthday dinner. Um, definitely not an every night type thing, but um, definitely a spot with my parents. <laughs> All right. So late night munchies. I know you said a lot of places are shut down, but what happens like you guys are at a party, you're hanging out, you're kind of buzzed. You want some food. Where are you going? I think normally the only thing that's open slash gets ordered is IHOP. And Ugh. sometimes if we're downtown, actually, actually this one's, if we're downtown, there is a great Mexican place called Burrito Mexicano <laughs> that is really, really good that's, that, that that's actually open late. Okay, so you almost hit it. Whenever I'm in downtown Chicago, well, at least when we were younger, we used to hit a place called, and they're all over, like Burrito Place 1, Burrito Place 2. Do they still have that? Or maybe this is the... the up burrito in, Place... Like, they would always call it Burrito Place 1 or 2. I don't know, but you just said... I have said, not heard that, but I'll have to look, yes. look out for that one. Now, when you're in downtown Chicago, all right, so it's obviously... How often are you are students making it out there, you and your friends making it out there? Like, every weekend... It's really, really easy, especially when it's warm. Everyone just like hops on the train and it's almost like a big party bus. Or sometimes like the frats will organize a party bus or it's pretty easy to get down there. 
and it's fun because there's kids from Loyola Chicago, DePaul, um, Chicago. Like it's actually a fun. City. So what's the, what's the top college bar to go to in Chicago? Um, I think Wrigleyville in general is just very fun. Yes. Very fun. And I, I didn't really like expect it and going to the Cubs games is really fun too. It's all right there. Now in Evanston, what's the one place college students hang out and you can drink and have fun and party or is there? Uh, there's, there's this pizza place called Bob's. <laughs> I think I'd be hopping on the L train too and just heading to Chicago. <laughs> Sounds like a bunch of smart people at Northwestern that really don't go out. It's, it's nice though, because it does make it like super safe here, which is yes. like, I think a trade off of having like even being closer to downtown, you don't have that same like safety aspect. So it's really nice to be able to like, have that super close and have things like fun restaurants and things to do. Like it is a major city shopping. <laughs> um, yes. Michigan yeah. Avenue. Let's go. Michigan Avenue, Gold Coast, everything in Gold the Coast bean. is great. The <laughs> bean. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I actually haven't been since I've been here. It, but you I know, Julia wants to intern in Chicago. I'm trying to, uh, I'm connecting her. She wants to live in Chicago next summer. Well, I should text her to, if she needs a place to stay, I've got her. <laughs> there you go. Host Absolutely. You. Host you. See, you're already promoting. I love it, Bella. <laughs> okay. So I have to ask this question because obviously you went to Modern Day and the most amazing time. You had two years there. You transferred from Marymount. What was your favorite? I'm going to start just, I'll go specific. What was your favorite volleyball experience with Modern Day? I think getting to travel, there was a lot. But I think traveling to Kentucky, I was brand, brand new right when we went. So it was really nice getting to have that week to get to know the girls. And Kentucky actually ended up being really, really fun. And obviously beating Assumption was a big deal. Actually, some of my friends, I have two friends here from Kentucky. And they were like, wait, I remember when this your school came and played Assumption. <laughs> like... They were like, it was like a big thing that you guys came and which is so funny because they're not even in the volleyball world, but that was pretty awesome. Yeah. I think that week was probably my favorite memory. Well, I didn't even tee this up. I was just going to see what you said because it has come full circle. Two weeks ago, Assumption returned the favor. They came back to California. They stayed for a whole week. I hooked them up. Uh, we got them hotel rooms through a connection. And then we did a night out. And then they did the five set match, modern day one. And then they took a bus together uh, to Vegas for the Durango. But it was almost that same feel. Remember after we won, like all the girls, you guys hung out, ate dinner. And then I remember doing that little, you guys went on the steps and everyone chanted Fonger news, Fonger news. And then we went to Vegas and like, you guys all became good friends. I think that's what's mm -hmm. going to happen uh, to this group. But I still have parents that just came back from this trip and they said that was the most amazing trip out to California. So for those of you that are listening, yes, I always pump up the assumption, modern day volleyball connection. Mm -hmm. That was the best road trip. Coach Odell still talks about that. We still talk about that. And it finally came full circle. Now the assumption coach asked if we want to come back. He goes, will you guys come back? I'm like, I don't know. I'm out. I don't have any kids. Josh was a junior. I go, I'm, I'm going to be done pretty soon. I'm just going to be going to different colleges and just hanging out. But that was a great experience. And then remember, oh, wait, 
the cruise. It was the Bella on the River cruise. Yeah, the, the Sunset Cruise. <laughs> it was very, that was actually so fun. It was. So the memories, the me- memories that 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 you'll that cherish. Well, it has been great having you join the student manager. Talk about Northwestern. Talk about your experience. Uh, we'll have to do this back, especially when you graduate. You'll have to come on the hiring manager, if not sooner, to talk about Hub U. All right, we're pubbing it up. Host Hub you. U. Host, Host you. you. Okay, see, I even said it wrong. <laughs> Host you, and it's helping college like students that need to have a place. If I'm hearing it correctly, maybe if they're interning internship or getting a job, if they need a, a place to live for like a month or two months, because these some of these places are not being occupied. Correct? Did I get that right? Mm-hmm. Student to student transaction. Student to student transaction. Host you, CEO, founder, Bella Lesage, <laughs> but also junior Wildcat at Northwestern, former modern day, class of 21, from the amazing family of Jeff and Sylvia. I gotta pub up your parents because we'll probably go watch some games again together. And if I'm out there in the Chicago area watching either a basketball game or football game, we'll I'll hit you up and we'll we'll buy you a drink, we'll do a shot. <laughs> yes, come visit with Julia. Absolutely. For Fonger News, the student manager, we are out.